There he is. Hi. Hello. Hello. Happy Friday to you. Yes. TGIF, am I right? Yeah, Merry to Jeff to you too. <laughs> Merry T G uh, to G oh to Jeff. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Some people I pronounce it sort of... to GIF, but they're wrong. <laughs> oh God. Oh no. To GIF to GIF to Jeff. Um it's Friday. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to get down. Did... You know, on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> what what are we getting? Oh, you mean just like for the weekend ladies and gentlemen and then you know party in the front seat party in the back seat mm-hmm. the weekend yeah mm-hmm. the, yeah mm-hmm. as, as one does mm-hmm. um yeah i don't party on fridays because i have to work on saturday mornings. so uh fridays are you know i it's this weird thing where i if i have a thing the next day then the day before i feel like god and i mean this in the most let me let me be clear here i, I mean this in the least narcissistic way as possible yeah, yeah sure whatever you say god <laughs> <laughs> i feel like god in the sense that you got to have a rest day or you god uh, have a rest day um that was terrible so because if I have a thing to do the next, well, okay. So I guess I don't feel like God because God did all of the things and then took a rest day. Whereas I feel like I need a rest day before I do the thing. And so if I know I have like stuff scheduled for the stuff by stuff, I mean like really involved things, because if it's just, you know, Oh, I know I have plans to uh, play some uh, Dungeons and Dragons on the internet. Um, for fun uh not for profit and in that case it's it doesn't it doesn't have that same place in my head but if it's something like work as i have on saturdays where uh leo laporte and i take uh calls on the radio from around the u.s and the rest of the world uh answering people's questions that is a enough that on the day before i feel like i can't like I don't want to leave the house, I guess, is what it boils down to. Because leaving the house and going and doing things and uh party and party and yeah, all of that is is well, and of course the pandemic is the other big factor, I realize, but I think regardless of that, I would still feel the same way because I've been feeling this way since I at least since I moved uh to California. Um And so I don't know if it's just as I, as I grow older or if it's because of, you know, the, the pandemic in general, or if it's just, uh, not having found maybe, um, a regular thing to do that I would want to do. I don't know. But in any case, all I'm saying is I don't tend to do things on Fridays because on Saturdays, I know that I have, uh, I have work and it, it, the thing is it doesn't start until, um, 11. Um, I usually, you know, get up and am there by 10 30. Uh, so it's not like I'm 
desirous of, of extra rest or anything like that. Even if I did go do something on a Friday, I would still be home in time to get the rest that I need. It's more this sort of mental concept of like, you got to take it easy on Fridays because Saturday, your brain's going to be working overtime to do the things you have to do. I don't know. Do you, do you get that? Or do you just, are you just always doing things? I still am waiting for the part that explains why you feel like you're God. Oh, that's because God <laughs> took, God took, he did all of the stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and then he took a rest day. Sunday was his rest day. But, and so that's why I said I was actually incorrect in my uh, comparison because God did all the things and then took the rest day in the Bible versus me where I feel like I need to take a rest day to prepare for the things that I need to do. So it was an it was an inaccurate comparison based solely on that. Everything else would have lined up. Okay. So you don't feel like God now. You will no. you will feel like God later. Yeah. Well, no, now I don't think I feel like God at all. I I was wrong <laughs> is what I'm saying. I was wrong in making that comparison um because the whole point was like even God needs a rest day. Uh, uh which should be some hotels like or maybe a spa's slogan. Mm. I don't know. Well, I Christian mean, spa. <laughs> when you were talking about it, I was just wondering, you know, what if God was one of us? Um, uh-huh. And it just, that wait, nothing? No, Alanis, nothing? Oh, no, I got it. I was hoping <laughs> you were going to keep going. So I was just oh. yes anding. Yes. Uh, but more just like a yes. Remember when people got all upset because they were like that lyric that says that, what, what if God was a slob like one of us? Like, oh, I can't be a slob. God, God, you know, and it's just like oh, people honey. are getting getting all oh, honey, up. let me tell you you <laughs> think that one's bad um my i i there, i won't say which family member it's not like it's not my mom or anything like that so you know don't worry folks but there have been a series of complaints that i've heard over time one of them you know that song give me the b-ball through my soul i wanna get a lot in your rock and roll and drift away you know that yes. one yeah. Yeah. So um, this person was offended at the idea that rock and roll can free your soul because only God can free your soul. And so anytime <laughs> that song came on, that song had to be turned off because only God can free your soul. And then, of course, imagine um, where you say, you know, no religion. Um, that obviously was a no go as well. And so immediately, what's his name? It's not Ringo Starr. <laughs> it's the other one. Paul Paul McCartney, I think that's the one, uh, was sure. sort of blacklisted. Um, what about true Yoko religion? Ono. What about true religion genes? Oh, golly. I don't know about that. Um, I, I've never I've never tested that one. And then there was another one. Oh, there's that Jason Mraz song. And it says, it's our godforsaken right to be loved, loved, loved. Um, I've been spent away too long. Check it, my target, the beer road, but it over backwards as a drought as you know that one. Um, a little plucky, I think, ukulele. Anyway, um, Godforsaken, right? What the heck does that mean? That can't be good. So <laughs> you don't even have to go all the way with it, like that song does. Um, it can, it can just be the, the slightest, uh, the slightest lyric, and suddenly, wow. People are very upset. <laughs> some uh, some tightly wound people that you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. they need to go to the Christian spa I was talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. Just relax a little. 
Uh, but only God may massage my shoulders. <laughs> uh, you, when you saw the handprints in the sand, <laughs> that's when God was massaging my feet. I don't know. Oh, uh, so God is the sand in this scenario. I don't real. I look I, clearly. <laughs> I know nothing about God because all of my all of my comparisons and whatnot have I'm, just been. I don't Inaccurate. think it's I don't think it's God so much as I'm concerned about your capacity for metaphor. <laughs> but <laughs> like, okay, I'm yeah. no Shakespeare. I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But uh but you know, that's good that we are thinking about God. We we have God in our thoughts that we're uh, that we're we've got our thoughts and prayers in order. Um oh, I suppose. Dear. Yeah. Something uh, like that. But uh uh, you know, I just, uh, the God, God doesn't cross my path a whole lot these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, happy pride month, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> I just, <laughs> it's just, you know, pretty chill about it. You know, if, if there is God, cool. If there's not cool, whatever. But, you know, it's not, not, uh, not anything that I'm going to get upset about any lyrics over at the moment. Um, but speaking of pride month, um, the new, God is watching. Well, I was gonna say the new Apple Watch. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I forget. I, I just always forget about the soundboard. Uh, never. I never expect the soundboard. Uh, but mostly because I refuse to pay for Farago, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm doing it on my stream. I always get them confused because um, there's the Steam deck. deck and the Stream Deck. I mean, yeah, I'm doing it on my Stream Deck. They have a full library of sounds. I don't have all of them. Don't worry. Um, Pride Month. Are you talking about the new Apple Watch bands? Yeah, that's what I was going to segue into. And then there was the soundboard. But uh, and then I I just sort of <laughs> Kool-Aid manned into it. It's OK. Uh, but the only uh, oh, I was going to mention this now that you, you hit the soundboard, uh, not to derail us from the topic that I was segueing into. But the when I was editing the member <laughs> episode that we did with Shrek and you had uh, a bunch uh-huh. of preloaded Shrek sounds in your soundboard. Uh, spoiler alert for the member Somebody. <laughs> what I realized was your uh, audio hijack doesn't record <gasps> the Shrek stuff. Oh, crud. But the uh, Zoom did. Zoom did. So I had it from there. Otherwise, it would have been Oh, <laughs> that would have been so sad. Oh, no. I'm going to uh, after. Well, now it's another problem. Um I'm going to have to fix that because, yes, so this is why it's kind of strange. Basically, um, the USB interface that I use is also made by Elgato. It's called the Wave XLR. And the Wave XLR has this app where you can add sort of inputs that are mock microphone sort of sort of virtual inputs so the first one of course is always the elgato wave itself which is connected to my microphone xlr into the back of it and uh that is how it normally works but you can add other inputs one of which is in my case the stream deck so i've got the stream deck added as one of the options there and that's what lets me play sounds through but the way that it works on uh 
oper- on the operating system is you have to choose a different microphone input called Wavelink Stream instead of Elgato Wave XLR. The Elgato Wave XLR is just the microphone on its own. But if you want to have all of those other inputs included, then you have to choose Wavelink Stream. So in Zoom, I have Wavelink Stream selected, but what I hadn't considered was that I needed to edit my audio hijack input to be Wavelink Stream instead of just being uh, Elgato Wave XLR. So that is a good heads up um, that I will be fixing so that uh, all of my priceless inclusions of sounds um, that... Okay, I I do try to be, except on that episode where the whole thing is is a goofy goofer. Um, I try to be pretty judicious with my use of of sounds and and not because I would be annoyed by constantly having them uh, brought up. But uh, on occasion, it, it's I, I I laugh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's just the kind of thing where uh, I I didn't even uh, remember to bring it up. It wasn't an issue because fortunately we also recorded. Uh, the the Zoom track that you had uh, from the, the session itself, and because you pay for Zoom and you have that active account, then we had the broken out stream, so I didn't have to like splice out. Just oh, nice. The, okay, good. Yeah. yeah so oh, that, that's good. That saved my bacon because uh, it would have just been bad. It would have been bad. No other way to say that. Really, just awful. Really, just torturous. Yeah. But uh, it's absolutely torturous. It's, it's good that it was all just there and uh, the the thing worked. So thank God. Uh, fingers crossed. So let that be a lesson to everyone. Just record everything in a bunch of inputs. Record everything all the time. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just in case. Uh, fill up every hard drive you own, but uh, just record all of it uh, as wave files. Yep. 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 Preferably as wave files. Indeed. <laughs> huge, huge Not- wave files. Not AFE, mm-hmm. not MP4, not M41, not MP3, <laughs> and certainly not AUG Vorbis. Yeah, you got it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, none of those, please. We want WAV files. Thank you. Yeah, no WMAs either. Yeah, especially not those. Oh, <laughs> Windows Media Audio. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not AAC. Yeah. Well, well um, what was it they called it? Like, uh, it was Windows Media Audio and it was just a container for a bunch of different crap that could be inside of it. And it was mainly because they wanted to package it with the, I think it was called, and maybe it's not Free Play. Maybe Free Play is the Apple one, but there was a, uh, whatever their, uh, dmca windows media player copyright protection thing is it's oh oh i think i remember what you're talking about yes yeah. um oh man it's oh uh, goodness yeah i can't remember what that was but yeah it was it, it no doesn't good. matter yeah and so you just no but that's uh you know one of the many inexplicable but could be reasons why windows media player and then consequentially zune Never conquered oh. the earth. Lil, Lil Zune. Oh my Lil goodness. Zune. But I, I also remember... Um, Do you think if Zunes were still around, they'd have a pride Zune? Ew, I hate it. <laughs> oh, I just threw up rainbow colors. Gross. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know. Cause I'm trying to think about Microsoft. Um, and I don't know if like, they don't have a pride surface laptop too. Nah. Oh God. Pride skins for surface. Here we are. All right. So 1499, 599, 999. Uh, pride skin for surface laptop. I can't believe they wow. sell this directly. Are they at least <laughs> are they the good pride where there's the uh Yeah, they they are the good pride. Okay. Um so it's, it, it has all the colors. Mm-hmm. It's actually a pretty I mean it's loud, but it is pretty. Um if in its if you're into that, <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> um if you're I, into I think, loud I, surface skins. Uh, yeah, if you're into exactly, wow. Um, I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum here. Um, it's oh not oh god. Yeah, see, it's like here's what I'll say. I get it. That's what I'll say. <laughs> I uh, I don't. Oh man, is this is this pride? Is this? Yeah. So here's what it says. Yeah. Um, uh polyamory pride flag and the pro the progress pride flag and the polyamory pride flag and it's got a lot going on um which i think is the point Mm. i I think that's what polyamory uh would imply is there's a lot going on with this only (laughs) it's it's all of all of the flags every flag all of them Yeah. yeah which i mean that's the thing if you're a company you do have to kind of try to cover your bases uh, if you're going to wade into the water here for whatever reason that you think you need to. Um, well, except they they did this. And if you're listening and you're trying to understand what why it seems a little uh, loud, as as Micah said, is there are these streaks that kind of emanate from the surface, the Windows surface logo, which is those little four tiles in the middle. And they streak out to the edges, um, you know, just like you're going to warp or whatever. Only it's uh, pride colors. However, they Go to warp with pride. They have a bunch of like iconography and also uh like little cutouts and bits and pieces of things that would be iconography. Yeah, there's like two spirit on there and yeah. some heart with waves in front of it. That might be the polyamory. Let's see. Heart with infinity. Yeah. Uh that is polyamory yep um okay. well and then i don't know what the circle one is that one's not ringing a bell for me but the there's the arrows um for if you look at a pride flag uh that is inclusive you'll see uh a special little carve out for uh usually trans and uh also a black and brown bar on the side uh-huh and yeah. so they've turned them into like little chevrons, but they're only on. Yeah, the that's rainbow. That part I do not. That's the like inexplicable part of it. You've got all of these rays uh-huh. and then suddenly you've got chevrons just tacked to the side there. Yeah, it should. They should just have all rays. It should have just been colors instead of mm-hmm. mixing and matching all this stuff uh, as if it was exploding parts of flags is. I don't know. It's like it's vomiting all of the the stuff um it's it's unappealing aesthetically uh so i don't know but i 
fully made the joke, not realizing they'd even do anything for pride. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for finding that. I guess you're so welcome. You are. Uh, you know what? I am honored to have uh, assisted. Oh in, in goodness! This. Did you see the other ones? The 2020 one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those are even worse. Why are the, these bad? That, yeah, <laughs> How they're hard very. Is it? They're not good. I mean, what may have happened is they may have like hired um, queer artists to create these. I was going to say and... five year olds, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but. I, I, who knows? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's folks. We'll have links for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm collecting those now. The only time you ever um, want to go to Microsoft.com. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Aesthetically, makes no sense um, what they're doing. But uh, anyway, the reason why that all was jokingly brought up was uh, Apple had their pride bands released uh which they've been doing yearly since 2016 um and we've talked about them before in that you know hemming and hawing kind of way of like where's the money go when you're buying this are you buying into uh, a corporation that says it's for inclusivity and then has policies that are not inclusive uh that are you know not actually helping any of the people that they claim to be uh representing by selling this merchandise or helping so you know there's always that lovely discussion to have with these things mm-hmm. but the uh the apple pride bands this year arc i don't know i mean i think i kind of would have liked the uh i want to say it's not black but the darker banding of the nike one mm-hmm. except i don't love the idea of nike um as a branding thing so i keep looking on there for like where did they sneak like a little swoosh or like something on there like why is nike involved in this but near as i can tell it's only the nike pride face for the apple watch which yeah it looks like it should be on microsoft.com um if i'm being perfectly honest about the design of that watch face uh but i've never liked any of their pride watch faces because they've always had uh an aesthetic rainbow quality to them without being very functional at all uh, exactly exactly yeah yep, gay, i'm with you on that gay, gay people need to do stuff too uh you know queer people need to go places and see things they want to know <laughs> what the weather is like i don't understand why we can't have a watch face that has information on it <sighs> but you know whatever uh the they still have that sport loop which i actually kind of like uh not the sport loop the uh solo solo band braided solo Han Solo? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Whatever. the Han Solo band. Yeah. The Han Solo band. Um, that one uh, I like, but I've never actually done the wrist sizing thing for to ever figure out what my actual wrist size thing is. And every time it's like, oh, you could print out this thing and you could measure it with this oh, other thing. Oh, yeah, I'm just you like, don't want to do that. No, because I, 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 so I did heard that. this horror stories. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did that. And then the band that I got did not fit. And um, I had to go into the Apple store for uh, a long, long time ago for um, a replacement of uh, MacBook. And while I was there, I went ahead and looked into the... Uh, what am I trying to say? I looked into getting that uh getting a, the right size for my watch band and i ended up my wrist is the smallest size they offer uh for that solo loop so yeah i ended up having to make it pretty small yeah and that's, that's kind of what my fear is too uh but 
also, I don't know about you, but my uh, wrist is not consistently the same size throughout the day. Uh, I don't know if it's... Right, it changes, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's like water retention or like uh, pressure in the atmosphere or what's going on, but my... Uh, but that's why I like the uh, Velcro-y one, the uh, sport loop thing. I think it's what it's called. I don't know. I don't mm, remember the name. I of think these. so. I, yeah. Yeah. The- but I describe descriptions are fine. Yeah, the Velcro we one. Um, that one I like because you just uh, lift it up and then just scoot it over a little, and it's fine. Uh, and I didn't like the little uh plasticky ones that had the notches in them. Um, or the first Pride band that they did, the white one with the uh metal bracelet. Yeah, like with traditional the metal clasp, dealy. Yeah, because yeah, yeah my, the traditional look. Yeah, yeah. My my wrist I found is in between the little notches that they provide. Uh, sometimes, and so it yep. Would, not sit comfortably. It'd either be loose or it would be uh, just uh, too tight and uncomfortable. Uh, so I never, I never really uh, loved any of those. So it was, ex- it was, it was good to see that they were offering these two other options because there's also a, uh, a white uh, Velcro guy um, with the color uh, lines through it. But I don't want to wear a, a, the white band with the dark watch, so I would go for the Nike one. But that one mm-hmm. isn't branded and has a more interestingly designed watch face, but again, n- seemingly no utility uh, f- <laughs> for people who are, uh, you know, queer, uh, not straight, and who want to, like, do things. Um, or, I guess, uh, sometimes straight people wear them, too, so allies. Allies who might want to do things. I don't know, maybe the whole reason why they don't have any functionality is because all these allies are actually, like, really just don't want to get anything done. Um all, that all could of, be all, what it is. All of our cohorts uh, out there supporting us don't actually like to do work. Um, so, <laughs> you know, thank you. Um, I buy one every... I've made the habit of buying one every year, so I continue to just buy one every year. Um, I just got the regular Pride Edition Sport Loop, the white one. Uh, I actually... The thing that I found delightful about it that I thought was kind of cute was the way that they took out some of the loops um, on the back of the band so that it spelled out the word pride in this kind of pixelized font. Um, I thought that was, you know, it's silly, but it's cute. And so I went ahead and went with that one. Um, But I don't wear them too often uh, because I like a nice understated look. And mm. right now I've got the green Apple watch with the green leather um, magnetic band that came with it whenever I first got it. And that is still um, this one and the black unity uh, braided loop are my two favorite watch bands. The The black unity braided loop is um, it's a one size option and it's uh mostly black uh threaded cord with little spots of color and so it's still understated uh but it has a little bit of personality and i love that i can just pop it on my wrist and pop it off and then the other one is because a it matches perfectly with with the watch but b those magnets also make it easy to put on and take off and do it quietly um that like in the morning when i'm trying to put on my watch or at night when i'm trying to take it off that a velcro is not uh not great and so that's another reason why i don't typically wear those but honestly what apple did that was so clever for me uh for for getting to me mm-hmm. was 
labeling these pride bands. So now it has, you know, pride 2012, pride 2013 or whatever years, whenever they started. And so now it does truly feel like a collection and I can't help, but like continue to build out my collection. If they, the first pride watch band they released did not have that uh, lettering on the lug. And the second one, when they did it the for year two, they put a little lettering on the lug. And ever since then, um, I've been, I mean, I, like I said, I got the first one anyway, but once I saw on the second one that they actually had a label, I was like, well, this is a collection I'm going to be, be maintaining now. Good work, Apple. Mm. Um, and they did it with the Black Unity ones as well. And so uh, in February, uh, when they do the... Uh, they've been doing black unity bands. Um, I've also started to get those every time. So those tend to be the only new watch bands I get. Um, outside of that, I usually only have a new watch band because of getting a new Apple watch. And so it's whatever band comes with that Apple watch, uh, by default, it ends up being the one that I have. Yeah. Uh, well, I've only ever had the series three and, uh the six i don't know what was it last year <laughs> was... um the the most recent one is series seven ah that's the one i have so three to seven um so the uh and the band options that they had for the seven i hated um for the watch body that i was gonna get which was the midnight um mm-hmm. which again we've been through this before when they were initially out there is there was no good way to tell what the colors actually were because the website is not representative. Yeah, it is not accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like the midnight mostly looks black and in almost all lighting conditions, except if like you like hold it up to the light at a certain angle, then you get kind of a like navy, navy blue tint to the blackness of it, I guess. Sheen. But uh, it is uh, by and large mostly black. So I just use the band that I... the sport loop that i had before because they started doing that uh like bisected stripe thing on all of their sport bands um and i didn't like that because the color combinations were both bad and also i just didn't like the fact that it was split in two um so it was just kind of an, an annoying time and so i was kind of hoping for the pride bands to be something interesting um since i was a little hesitant about the braided loop and the uh, uh, magnetic one. Although I got to ask with the magnetic one, do you ever find that you're like in between magnetic clicky parts or are you mainly like finding whatever size you need? So I did in the past when they had the one where you threaded it through the sort of metallic, um, it's like a it's like a flat washer almost. Oh, the Um, modern band or whatever it's called. Modern clasp. no, so it's not the clasp one because it doesn't uh, click in the back. It's it's so it's equivalent to the fluorelastomer band, except it was uh, magnetic, and so you looped it through that metal area, and then it thwacked on the back. The new ones, um, there's no looping. It's just what there's the the band at the bottom and the band at the top, and you just sort of fold it over. And uh, it, it clasps. I, I'm. It's hard to describe without just seeing it. But the way that the magnetic bands used to work is that at the top you had a shorter one, and it had uh, just this little silver um, metal like 
hole at the end of it. And then the bottom part was the longer portion. And you threaded the longer portion through that silver hole and folded it over like the sport loops are. Um, but then they re uh, made it this year. I think it was this year where instead of doing the threading through, you just fold one back on your wrist and then you fold the other over on top of it. And there's, it's more, um, it, it's less tight in general. Um, and I find that it's a little, it has a little bit more give so that even I, even though I have it kind of locked into place, it can expand and contract because there's just a little bit more movement. So I've not had an issue with this one. Whereas I used to always think um, when I had the black uh, magnetic one, I would, because of the way that the uh, watch was, or excuse me, the band was adjusting on my wrist, I would think I was getting taptic vibrations. And so I would always be checking my watch and then it was just the kind of magnets shifting. And so I stopped wearing that one because it was annoying the crap out of me. Uh, and I don't have that same problem with this new one where they don't do that little, um, you know, the little metal thing that you thread through. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, well, I mean, that's thank, that. thank you for explaining it i've been too afraid to spend fifty dollars or sorry 99 dollars to find out um with some yeah of that's i mean that is a tough call that this is one of those things where i do think um with the watch bands in particular i do think that there's something to uh trying them out or especially in the sense of getting the one that perfectly fits your wrist if you go that route um that that was helpful to me because then from that point on, I was able to say, Oh, this is, you know, my wrist size, uh, whether you, cause I've got, um, I've got the solo loop in a like dark green color. I don't wear that one that often. Um, and then I, as I said, I've got the braided solo loop in the black unity, uh, which I do wear pretty often. And it is, um, it, it fits perfectly. Uh, has just the right amount of snugness. But as far as the, uh, I'm trying to see what they actually call those. The leather link is the modern name for these Sequoia mm. green leather link, uh, where they just kind of swap over one another as opposed to folding over one another. Uh, it, it fits quite well and has give that doesn't actually vibrate my wrist, <laughs> which is nice. That's good. Yeah. All right. Um, WWDC is kicking off on Monday and uh, Leo Laporte and I will be doing our normal. Um, I, I, I always forget what that show is called. Uh, <laughs> where you talk while the movie's going. <laughs> uh, MST3K. Yes. Mystery MST3K. Science Theater 3000. Yeah. That we'll be doing that on Monday. Uh, with the Apple event, and I am looking forward to this one. It sounds like there's not going to be uh, hardware um, announcements, and if there are, it could just be a preview of future hardware. Um, I don't know, but I am. I love these events because I love to dig into all of the software announcements that take place after uh, the event kicks off. Um, this is a fun time where I go through and, uh, download a bunch of session videos and watch those and just see what, 
developers are going to be able to make use of and what new fun stuff is going to happen. So I'm, this is my favorite time of year. Yeah. I mean, I like it because <laughs> it's sort of, like you said, it, it's mainly a preview of things. I'm not someone who installs the betas, except sometimes the Apple TV beta, because it's the least consequential if something goes wrong. Um, but uh, it is always interesting to see where they think we're going to be in the fall, especially since a lot of the software stuff sort of telegraphs future hardware things because the hardware will always tends to come like September, October. Um, so you always wind up with a uh, sort of like, hey, check out this feature. And it seems like, well, that doesn't really seem to apply to anything. It's like, oh, it's for that. Um, it does it does the thing with the camera on the phone now uh, or something. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I, there is... And there was all that talk about the AR stuff, and I'm still just a total stick in the mud about AR stuff. Uh, and there's Memoji in the invitation again. Um, and I hate Memoji. Uh, I d- dislike it immensely. Um, it's not very expressive. It looks very, like, childish, but not in a uh, whimsical Pixar kind of way, in a uh, just sort of uh, inflexible a cartoon of of a dreamworks way is that what you're saying yeah well no i mean (laughs) it's not as like terrifyingly uh uncanny valley as dreamworks for humans but it it is kind of just plasticky and weird and not that uh night not that nice there's not a lot of flair to it um i know you have a a memoji as your uh message avatar right now and I want to be clear about that. Let me clear something up here. So I did Marco that because, Savick, by the way, uh, just looking through my <laughs> message history. I did that because I wanted the fun um, login for the Mac. If you have your Memoji as your login, um, as your your profile, then when you log into your Mac, if you type your password in wrong, then your Memoji will like shake its head no, like oh you're not who you're supposed to be, and it will also it's supposed to like move around and stuff. For some reason, mine does not, and I've got an M1 Mac, I've got the M1 Studio Max, so it should be working, but it doesn't. That's the only reason that I have that set up. So I just keep forgetting to change it back because it doesn't work anyway. So I don't want it to be that one. Uh, yeah, I don't really use Memoji either except for the show iOS Today. We occasionally use our Memojis as part of the thumbnails that we post because, again, it's a show called iOS Today. We talk about features of iOS and we're talking to normos who actually do use these things uh, as opposed to us tech curmudgeons who hate them and want them to go away. So um, in that sense, I uh, I think that that's always going to be... Well, I shouldn't say always, but... For the time being, I think we're always going to see Memoji involved somewhere in the uh, in the shows because Apple seems to be Apple's marketing seems to be very happy with those Memoji. So, mm. I, yeah, I don't think those are going anywhere. Um, they they think they're cute and they will continue to use them. Yeah, yeah. I and it, it's I don't know. You said Normos, and I'm just trying to think of if I know anyone. <laughs> uses them other than like in an ironic way or like because they uh either work for apple or are really into apple um, anecdotally yeah. i have several family members who use them wow. um yeah pretty I guess regularly because i have a, a a high proportion of family members who are on android uh and so oh yeah. interesting 
And what's weird is that I do like and use, I, although I haven't been doing that much recently either, because why talk to anyone when you can just not talk to anyone? No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> I haven't been using a whole lot of Bitmoji, although I do like Bitmoji. I don't know what it is about Bitmoji. Maybe it's just because there are so many options and it's so flexible uh, in terms of what you can say with them. Uh, but I am not against the digital avatar is basically what I'm saying. Uh, but there is something about apples that's just kind of like... <laughs> yeah, I just wish there was more of a personal touch to it. It feels very corporate. Um, yeah, mine doesn't even look like me. No, and I can't get it to look like me because there aren't enough options and you have to wait for a new OS to be able to release more options. I don't want to hear at every uh, iOS release that now there are more hair options. Now, no, just like decouple that and let the artists create hundreds of options don't this doesn't have to be simple people want to customize and it yeah yeah that well, and is annoying it is also the face shape stuff still bothers me like you were saying yes i can't make my face yeah no it, yeah it, it's impossible uh it, it's it's like you want uh, look we've added more options for uh different you know types of people and it's like but but did you really because like i've got the option of like uh round cheeks or rounder cheeks or the roundest cheeks i, I don't have any like <laughs> like normal yeah, face I've got options. a long face and I yeah. need to be able to, yeah, have those different face heights. And it's just like, do you want to be a kid, a middle-aged person or an elderly person? Those are your only options. Yeah. It's just like you, you can have a, a, a round face and then sometimes we'll give you like little cartoon wrinkles and it's like, but that's not, nobody, nobody looks like that. Uh, nobody looks like these things, um, for what they try to approximate. Um, in little button noses what you i don't i don't have a little button nose um <laughs> why why are you doing that just let people like look uh, but i think that there's a uh desire for apple to have them all like visually cohesive so when they put them together they all seem like they're very similar instead of uh unique <laughs> which I, mm. I i think is probably the problem is just like just let them be different from each other that's that's the thing yeah you you can't have both and i wish that they would go with uh making the decision to be um unique that, that again you would have that unique option that's that's the much better option yeah and also like it doesn't need to be rendered in sort of this i i, I don't want to say like pixar 1995 kind of a way where it's <laughs> it's very flatly shaded um and it's just like give us some like dimensionality to this some zhuzh. yeah uh, and you know you could do something where you like let it let people break the mold a little um like I, I, you know i'm not saying like into the spider-verse necessarily but you, you should be able to like adjust the way something is rendered or how it appears and Again, I think they probably want them to be coherent because they want to put them all together for something because it seems like it would be a, the way you put together stuff for AR and stuff like that, where you can have your little avatar and the meetings and they can all be sitting there, you know, like like those little floating torsos that uh, Facebook has that are super creepy um, mm -hmm. in, the, in that video. But I, I just, you know, it's unappealing to me. But uh, I am can't wait to see next Tuesday. We can't wait to see what you do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I it, it, hopefully it's all just good stuff. I just want good stuff. Just give me the good stuff. I, I we're right there with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, fight, I'd like to see me. the good stuff. <laughs> Who wants the bad <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff? <laughs> Sorry, hold on. Let me try again. I disagree. <laughs> I don't want the good stuff. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, 
again, leading up to this event, we don't know for sure what's going to be announced, but apparently, uh, according to rumors, there will be changes to the lock screen, uh, where we're supposed to be getting a more powerful lock screen. But as um, Mark Gurman pointed out in the newsletter that he posted, uh, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to my lock screen. I'm always trying to get away from the lock screen, right? Like you try to get into your phone. So it's going to take some reconfiguration of my brain parts to sort of grok that and try to to you know change up the way that i think about uh doing using like picking up my phone and making use of of uh the the lock screen on it if that's the case i don't yeah i don't want to use my lock screen i know there's uh they added all the stuff where it's uh uh where you can swipe over for multiple actions it's like oh yeah i've never done that uh, well i mean i've tried but it's like every time there's something to swipe over for multiple actions it doesn't really contain the options that i want um so it's like do you do you want to never receive this notification and it's like no that's not what i want to do i'm going to act on this one particular notification that you're giving me um and oh i know what you're okay i thought you were talking about how while you're on the lock screen you can swipe over to access widgets and i i don't use that but you're i know what you're talking about yeah within i mean on each notification on the lock screen um yeah the uh i do remember that you can swipe over to get the widgets uh on occasion but mostly i'm surprised when that happens uh (laughs) because i oops didn't mean to swipe that way yeah i use the what's it called the multi widget the siri widget the uh, super whatever smart ai one oh yeah siri suggestions widget the well the one that has like it'll be photos it'll be your weather report you can put carrot in there you can do you know whatever oh yeah smart view is that what it's called i don't yeah, remember but could, i know smart stack siri yes, stack smart stack i think smart stack um so i use that um but you can't get something like that for the lock screen it's just on the top bar of my home screen so maybe they'll mm-hmm. do that where it's like the w- widget can stay there because it's not something you can like accidentally like butt dial, I guess. Um, <laughs> but the the options that they have for notifications that come up are just terrible um, for what you can do. It is uh, Only some of them you can reply to. Like uh, I got a Slack notification um, while we were talking and I swiped over on it and it has a button for options and a button for clear. Uh, it's like no, there's no button that says like reply or like you know do something with this um i have to unlock my phone and do something with it uh so maybe that's what they are going to do if they make the lock screen more useful but uh i don't know what i'd really love is like better notification management and for focus modes to like make sense and work right and be triggered by things in my life that were sensible instead of like, oh, yeah, if you have a calendar event, uh, then you can it'll show it as busy or it'll recommend that you go into this mode. And it's like, but I don't have a calendar event for everything. Sometimes I have to just pick up my phone. Why don't you just like realize that a phone has been picked up and put it in, you know, do not disturb or something um, for random emails coming in. Uh, it, it's there's a lot of stuff that I'm sure maybe they'll refine someday uh for how notifications are handled it, not just for the lock screen but just in general mm-hmm. mm. yeah i don't know we'll see i don't know i don't know is there anything you're looking forward to that you're excited about specifically that's in the rumors um no <laughs> you're just excited um, about like 
whatever it is. It's yeah. like Christmas uh, yeah, is coming. I'm excited in general. Yeah. Well, yeah, because th- there's just, it's not even that Christmas is coming because at Christmas, uh, I, this is more like Easter is coming. <laughs> um, because at Easter, we would always get a uh, an Easter basket from our great grandparents and the Easter basket would be filled with all sorts of things. So you're pulling it out and you're like, oh, that's, you know, those are the malted milk ball eggs. Uh, really love that. That's got me super pumped. Uh, here are the peeps. Going to have to leave those out for a couple of days and then I'll eat them because my mom and I both would eat stale peeps, but not fresh peeps. Don't ask. Um, oh, here are the spiced jelly beans which Micah loves, but all of his siblings absolutely hate. So they're going to give you their spiced eggs. And here are, I'm trying to think of something that I didn't like. Um, Here are the uh, Jolly, oh, the Jolly Rancher uh, jelly beans that, uh, okay, I'm just going to put that to the side, probably give it to one of my siblings because I'm not into that. And so that is how I kind of WWDC is so packed with a bunch of different stuff and fun new things that it gets my brain all excited about what's there. And then also because this year is supposed to be the year that, um, well, actually this year leading into next year now, uh, that matter, which is a, uh, a, a means of communicating with smart home devices, regardless of which uh, devices you choose to use, be it AliXA uh, devices or uh, Google devices or Siri uh, and, and, you know, Apple uh, home kit devices, all of them working together. And so the, this will be the opportunity where Apple goes further with implementing all of that technology. Um, I, have a feeling that the Apple TV is going to become a matter hub, which is a way for different devices to be able to communicate with one another using the matter protocol. So I'm looking forward to that announcement. Um, and again, digging into the code because I tend to uh, compile uh, some of the different code projects that Apple releases in its developer portal and play with some of the new technologies like last year where they, uh, we haven't seen companies making use of this yet, but uh, the ultra wideband chips that are in our Apple, most recent Apple watches and uh, fairly recent iPhones um, and also the HomePod mini, those devices uh, can, you can make use of the ultra wideband chips in those and third-party manufacturers can put ultra wideband chips into their devices and they can communicate with one another and be able to do that uh, finding process where you've got super, um, super nitty gritty. uh, I can't think of the term that I'm trying to use, but essentially the, the measurements are very small so you can really find a device. And so there was one with an Apple Watch and an iPhone where you launched each of those. And as you brought your Apple Watch and your iPhone close together, obviously you could see those. And it was just an example. So I think that we'll see more about that as well. And what I'm really genuinely hoping for is some ultra wideband integrations for room presence so that when I walk into my office, uh, which has a HomePod mini in it, and I'm wearing my Apple Watch or I have my iPhone in my pocket, then it knows I'm in that room. And when I leave, it knows I've left that room because motion-based automations do not work for me. And mm-hmm. so I need something that is a little bit more precise. So yeah, yeah. There's, and, there's a lot of little tiny details I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and, and geofencing is just too broad. Um, yep. it doesn't, doesn't help. It's like, 
do you want to trigger this when you leave home? And it's like, but I'm, I'm always home. Um, yeah. And it's just like, I can't, it, that, that's not helpful to me. Um, I, there are distinct rooms and uh, places like we discussed. There's the ADU, the additional dwelling unit um, that I work in. Um, and I go into the house. So I do go outside and go into another building, but they're so close together that there's no like, geofence uh that i could possibly set up that would accurately uh you know handle that situation but if i could do like ultra wideband like you said um and it could be triggered like oh you're you're walking into the adu i'll turn on this light or you're walking into the adu i'll you're walking out of the adu i'll turn off this light um what i'd really like to do though is integrate it with my uh security system um Mm -hmm. but there aren't uh a lot of I'm not sure that they're going to be on the the matter bandwagon um, and I might need to uh, digress to something else. Should another solution Uh, arise that is on matter that isn't ring. Um, Yeah, exactly. Cause uh, that's one of the annoying things too, is I was trying to find um, like, there's all these uh, exterior lights and stuff that, uh, you know, can be smart lights and can be triggered by uh, motion or presence, et cetera. uh, And will actually, it also let you control them um, from your phone so that if you don't want to have it during these hours, you could actually set them rather than a dusk to dawn sensor, which uh, are not reliable because those just try to figure out from the luminance, um, the ambient light that's hitting a sensor, uh, whether or mm-hmm. not it's uh, time to turn on or turn off. And those are not as sharp as you think they could be. Um, but if it was something where, I could do that. That'd be great. And so I was looking at the products and it's like, there's 47 different ring lights that do exactly what I want, but I don't want to have, I'm sorry, lights by ring, not ring lights. Um, I don't want to have exterior <laughs> ring lights. I'm not like, going to everybody different... looks so great for their <laughs> selfies that they take outside your home. But I just, you know, I wanted to have that kind of stuff. And I was even looking, uh, there's a sconce, uh, that died on the outside of the ADU. Um, and it's an integrated led, so the diode itself crapped out and I need to replace the entire sconce, which is apparently a thing that people do. I went to go take it out and look at the bulb. And again, like there, there's a ring solution for that. Uh, and there's like nothing that no, that anybody else does, but I don't want to have ring. I want to have something not ring. I want to have uh, something that doesn't, you know, it's a little less, uh, I'm going to call the police trigger happy, you know? And there don't seem to be as many uh, options for that with fully featured stuff. So hopefully matter enables um, someone to build something that is more useful or a wider variety of products can work together to enable things. Um, Because that's another thing is like the security setup I have works fine, but it can't talk to anything else that I own. So it's useless in that regard. It just has to be manually set by opening an app and pushing buttons. Are you like legally required to say ADU? I've never heard no. that term before. Well, I mean, it's weird because it's like, I, I guess I could call it the, because it, it's not a garage. Um, it, it's just, it's a building outside the other building, which is part of the house, but it's not part mm. of the house. It is, it is both part of the house and not part of the house. It is the and alpha and the omega. it is an ADU. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which it, it's, it's something that's a, it's a very popular thing to say in Los Angeles. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. People who buy their little tiny bungalows are like, oh no, <laughs> this is a tiny bungalow uh, and I can't afford anything bigger. And so then they build 
a little thing in their backyard. Um, uh, and sometimes people call them granny flats. Um, but okay, I, I'm okay. not a, I'm not a granny, so I don't really call it a granny flat. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't. It's not very helpful for that. Also, I would love to meet the granny who is comfortable climbing up from street level to this granny flat because that would be hilarious. Uh, it is it is many flights of stairs, but uh, the uh, situation is such that I, I just it's just an additional part of the house, and I just say a to you a lot, I guess. A to you, a to you, a to you. If we were playing TPK, I would say a d u. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but alas, yeah. <sighs> Stop hate. Do you? Uh, that's that's our Pride Month version, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Pride and how it works in terms of uh, land ownership and uh, rental and uh, <laughs> housing policies. <laughs> uh, no, that's the end of the show. <laughs> Uh, yes, it is. Uh, goodbye. Happy pride. Mm-hmm. Um, Buy as many surface skins as you want to. Oh, God. As you want to. There you go. Uh, yeah, that that's that's it. And that's all, folks. And uh, I will be looking forward to having a conversation with you about everything announced at WWDC in a couple of weeks. Now, that's uh, our show in a couple of weeks, not WWDC. So No. Anyway. Follow Micah for oh by the way more recent happy updates. I'm very sorry that I did not um wish you a happy Spangler Candy Company Day um <laughs> that was last Monday and I have it in my calendar and I completely forgot and I just want to acknowledge Spangler Candy Company Day and a holiday invented by God um for, for Easter baskets <laughs> for Easter baskets uh, which was the day. Uh, that the Spengler Candy Company was saved uh, by being sold at federal auction. Um, and, you know, those those dumb, dumb lollipops, the circus peanuts and those Chalky Chaco uh, Necco wafers, which I still love. Um, although I haven't I don't I don't eat anything with added sugar these days. So um, my 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 joy of um Cinnamon Imperials and Necco wafers and all those things I, I have not had uh, in a very long time, but I still do celebrate and honor Spengler Candy Company Day. So you're one of those people who's like, oh, no, this thing can't go to business. I used to love it. And you don't actually buy it. And you're like, how did this happen? Um, if OK, no, because <laughs> if if Spengler Candy Company was going out of business, this is the thing. I While I don't like to eat things without a sugar, I love to make things without added sugar and give them to other people or buy things that people like that have added sugar in them. So I would buy a crud ton of Necco wafers and have them sent to my grandma uh, because we share the joy of clove and cinnamon and peppermint and spearmint. And I hate the chocolate ones. Um, but all of the other weird flavors, wintergreen, <laughs> I'm such a strange <laughs> person. And I, I yeah. recognize that, but you were the granny flat of this podcast. That's for sure. I am. Oh my God. <laughs> Micah granny flat sergeant. That's me. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>